It would have been better had we planned. Did you want to say something funny? <laughs> I always want to say something funny. <laughs> yeah. What a mess. Come on. Come on. Feel it. Feel it, folks. That's right. Okay, I'm wiggling. Give it a little shake. A little shake. I'm wiggling now. Now go ahead and autograph. Well, here we are. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to save that. We're uh, swapping autographs over here. We're 12 year old boys with baseball cards. <laughs> We're just inflating our egos. Don Mattingly, Don Mattingly, sign my card. <laughs> Thanks, Donnie Baseball. Uh, welcome to 2023. I know uh, we've been here for a week, but... Uh, but we're still here. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. Oh, that's right. We're doing musicals in 2023. Wow, we... Uh, I, <laughs> 55 <laughs> seconds in. And had you been like, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do an Aladdin playoff, and been like that, that's not going to happen. And here we here we are. I sang uh, I sang that song in a eighth grade talent contest with. Um, Did you lose a bet? Why'd you do that? Uh, Liz West asked me to sing that. I think it was Liz. Hey, they were Liz. Tw- she had a, she was a twin, Liz and Cindy, uh, and I think I sang it with Liz. Mm, okay. I don't know. They look alike. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so, <laughs> as twins often do. Yes. yes. Um, but that was also where I closed the night out with my version of Unchained Melody. Uh, like solo? You just. Oh, yeah. And I brought the, brought the house down. Um, and then puberty hit, and I could not sing that again. So. Oh, Unchained Melody. Which one? It- Oh my love, my darling. Oh, I think I was hungry for your touch. I was doing smoke that's in your eyes. Love the righteous brothers. Wait, was that the righteous brothers too? Was what's smoke in your eyes? I don't know. Sounds like a bad day. Can I get a drink? Can you? Yes, please. Drink coming in. I I guess. You need a need to start twenty twenty three. Hey Eddie, uh, help us out, buddy. Eddie, uh, buddy, I need some help. When you hear the tone, it will be exactly. Time to get a drink. All right. 23. Just a little drink. 20. 23. <laughs> you were, your eyes lit up. You were so excited about that. Oh. Well, happy new year. Happy new year. Today we're having my favorite, we're having my second favorite cocktail. Oh. Um, as we discussed, well, we can go ahead. That'd be funny if that was the name. What do we have? My second favorite cocktail. <laughs> what is this? My second favorite cocktail. <laughs> no, no, um, no, no. Tell me the name. We're uh, we're having a Manhattan. So, mm. and it's funny because we've talked before. We record in batches, so we're just doing two episodes today. We're two. doing this one, and then we're doing the one you'll hear next week. Yep, that one. But it, what's funny is I was just like, "What do I want to make?" Well, I want to make my favorite and my second favorite cocktails. So, oh, so next week we get your favorite. But uh, so we're having don't a tell, Man- don't we're reveal having a Manhattan today. Okay. And then stay tuned for next week. Don't don't give me a reveal. Um, so a Manhattan is they have to have a reason to come back. If we give them everything, they're not coming back. Ben, keep your audience wanting. <laughs> that's what that's what Looney Tunes taught me. That's right. How to kill a chicken. That's right. And to always keep your audience wanting. That's true. Yep. Um, a Manhattan is a very simple cocktail. Um, it is just sweet vermouth and bourbon. Um, so today we're using Old Forester, and then we're using. Okay, guys, uh, I don't think I'm bougie about much, <laughs> but I had a friend turn me on to Ooh, vermouth. Turned you that on. Is, it's called Antica Formula. It's expensive. 
I mean, I'm talking like it's like a wine bottle size and it's forty dollars and it's vermouth. Vermouth. And I'm like, oh man, I can I I can't justify spending this much. And then I drank my way through a bottle of that over, I don't know, four or five months. Uh-huh. And then I went back and got like a nine dollar vermouth and I was like, Well, this no, is that's trash. not it. This is trash. <laughs> so now I'm locked into this stupid my favorite <laughs> cocktail. I want to taste mm. like you're like, I nice, want this. But yeah. So this is Old Forester uh, Antica Formula and then um, just a little dash of cherry bitters, um, which is typically what a Manhattan consists of. And it can be served up, which means without ice, or it can be served on the rocks. We're having ours with just a few ice cubes uh, Uh, to get us through this 45 minutes. I've not heard up. I've heard uh, neat neat and dirty. Neat is if it's just a single pour of whiskey without ice. That's neat. Um, If it's dirty, that means it has olive juice in it. Dirty. You you want to lean into that one? Just enough. Just that's it. I got it. Uh, But up is a cocktail without ice. Okay. So if you go into an older cocktail, like there's a great. So don't order a cocktail neat because you'll sound like an idiot. They'll be like, yeah, this guy. Well, most of the time. So there's a a really great, um, I don't know. I don't even. So here's what it is. It's, It's just a bar here in Indianapolis that has been. In a lot of magazines, it's been in movies, things like that. That it's they weren't trying to be kitschy. It's just the guy opened in 1951, and they've not changed anything. Eddie. So it, it wasn't Eddie. It was Russ. Uh, Russ. May, Russ. May he rest in peace. Russ. And his son Jim right. runs it now. But they. Um, Jim. 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 I thought you said Jen for a second, no, but Jim. I'm like. Jim. Son named Jen? That's like yeah. a boy named Sue. Well, because he on. does have a daughter, Layden Leslie, who works there as well. Man. And, but it's uh, it's great because like you would walk in and, and it, Manhattan's kind of their go-to drink there. And so, right. But they'll also say, you know, do you want it on the rocks or up? And So that's what you know. On the rocks or up. So now we did, speaking of cocktails. While we're, speaking of. While we're on cocktails. Cocktails. Um, we had a, a listener right in that they had a little bit of a cocktail dilemma they mm. weren't sure um cocktail dilemmas are the worst dilemmas do. well and yeah it's these are real much, problems it's pretty much genocide and then cocktail <laughs> dilemmas as, as, as far as a list of wow. like real uh, real things yeah. to, to deal yeah with. really to worry um and this listener uh said that they recently picked up a bottle of like peppermint cream mm. and they weren't really sure what to do with it and they needed some advice on some cocktails. Um, so I don't like peppermint. Um, I, I just don't like the flavor. I don't want it in my nose. I don't want it in my mouth. I don't Not even on your toothpaste? Throat. Don't even what's want your, my toothpaste. What's your flavor of toothpaste? Water. Bubble I just, gum? Just water. Straight water. <laughs> yeah. My teeth haven't been cleaned properly in decades. Oh, uh, um, the three that are left. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> That's how you speak banjo. <laughs> hey, hey, they made a tongue of Missouri. There's a throwback. Yeah. So there's a couple things you can do with it. Um, the, if pour I da- if, pour it down the drain, pour, sounds like. Pour, uh, uh, uncap it, pour it down the drain, <laughs> go buy something better. Um, no, if, if if I were in this person's shoes, and I, I'm not a wasteful person, mm-hmm. so I would figure out how to choke my way through a bottle of peppermint cream. <laughs> First thing I'd probably do is make a white Russian with it. Yeah. Okay. And so, and, and a white Russian is just vodka, Kahlua, yeah. and milk. But instead of the milk part, I would do a little bit of vodka, a little bit of Kahlua, some of this peppermint cream, and then milk. Okay. And mix it all together. And that should be kind of a coffee peppermint, uh, you know, holiday type drink. 
Um, I know the holidays are past, but um, you know we, we we record in advance. So yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And there's always a holiday. There's yeah, there's always a holiday, holiday coming around. So in, in fact, listen, dear listener, my birthday's coming up at the end of this Ooh. month. Please make one of these cocktails right around the end of January. Not um, for him though. Not for me. No. Uh, please don't make it for me. Drink it yeah. in honor. Also, don't look me up. Don't stalk me. That's yeah, weird. don't do Just that. Just enjoy the show. Can you please move away from the window? Just enjoy the show. Just move away. Um, another one that you can do is you're going to take a couple ounces of that peppermint cream. Um, you want to mix it with one ounce of creme de menthe, uh, an ounce of vodka, three ounces of milk and ice, and blend that together. And um, that's the Andy's Mint cocktail. So, oh, you know, you get those little Andy's yeah. Mints. And, uh, apparently, you don't like those either? I, no, I don't. No, wow. I don't want that. In wow. my, again, in my nose, in my mouth, in my throat, wow. I don't want any mm. of it. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. Dear listener, thank you for asking uh, advice. Um, keep in mind, guys, I just Googled this. You can, you can do that too. Um, it's, it's an easy way. Um, but if you do have specific cocktails you want us to try, we'd love that. Yeah. So if you said, hey, man, I went to this family gathering yeah. and my brother-in-law made this thing and it was great. And I, here, take it. Um, we would love to have those. Um, but I hope that helps, listener. And, um, you know, it's uh, Godspeed. I, I, I made one. Uh, I made a cocktail. It's probably out there. I don't know. Um, I had some coconut rum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I poured some French vanilla coffee creamer in it, mm-hmm. and it is a liquid coconut cream pie. Ooh, very with nice. a little bit of bite. Very nice, and it is a nice dessert little drink. It is quite the treat. It's like you you got your piece of coconut cream pie, <laughs> and you took a bite, and it turned out it was one of those tiny little scorpions inside of it. <laughs> and then you were like, Oh, oh, hello, hiya, hiya. hiya. Uh, uh, I I feel like uh, drinking like you just have to buy more 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 alcohol like yeah if you if you want to drink, start with you have to buy more alcohol, more alcohol, alcohol and then yeah. uh, oh a creme de mint you have to buy creme de mint you have, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it um yeah we haven't had it on the show before and it's not the next one so not spoiling anything there's <laughs> there's a drink that I really like a lot that uh, we'll make at one point it's called a vucare. And a Vucare is um, it's a Louisiana cocktail that doesn't, I don't know why. I mean, it's just, it's a French name. It originated in New Orleans, but it has nothing to do with like Cajun or Louisiana. That was just the origin of the cocktail. But like, you have to get Benedictine. You have to, like, there's a few other yeah, things right. that like, I'm never going to use in other cocktails. Use, right, but I'm like, exactly. doggone it, I really like a Vucare though. Uh-huh. So now I, like, what's the smallest bottle of <laughs> Benedictine I can buy so I can have a Vucare? It's, it's like, true. yeah, I got Okay, now what else now can I'm you shot bitters mm-hmm. in? Like, let's yeah. find out how to use these. I have things. a nice little app called, uh, I think it's, I don't know what it's called, My Bar maybe. Okay. Um, but it you can put the ingredients that you have. And it's mm-hmm. not just the alcoholic ingredients. You put milk, sugar, sure. butter, whatever in yeah. there. Yeah. And then it will populate the drinks that you can make with what you have on hand, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And then it'll also show you the drinks that you're missing like one or two ingredients. Oh, okay. To make as well. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice little app. That's um, cool. What's it, is, it called? I think it's called My Bar. Okay, not a sponsor. But not a, no, guys, yeah. get on board if but you But it is a nice little, nice little cool. app. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to check that out. I um, I had a friend who, for his birthday last year, his, his birthday's in March, um, I took like a field book, a, a notebook, like a field notes book, mm-hmm. and I just wrote down, I filled probably three quarters of the thing full of just cocktails. Because yeah. he's... He asks a lot of questions of like, hey, I want to, I want to make my bar. I want to kind of fill out my bar. Right. He and I built the bar in his okay. basement. Together. Okay, very and cool. He's like, you know, I want to kind of make this better. What do I need? And so, um, it, it was th- like that was a great gift for him. Not that it, like this is my saint moment or something. Uh, oh, like, it could it be was, for him. It was just like 
I knew that he wanted to expand his knowledge. Yeah. So it was just like, here's just some stuff. And if you want to try it, like, and it would be like, here's the name of it. Here's what you'll need in measurements, which is rare because I don't measure anything. In right. fact, one of the things I always... I don't you, wanna, like, you say is your special gift. It's, it's your special weird. talent. It's uh-huh. super weird, though. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't measure anything, <laughs> but I will grab whatever glass I'm going to be drinking the cocktail out of, and then I will just pour the things in the shaker or in the stirrer, and it comes, I mean, it's like within an eighth of an inch from the rim every single time. And yeah. I, I just, I'm amazed every time it happens, because I'm like, this is witchcraft, and I don't even know how I'm doing it. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I would say I'm, I'm that way... 90% of the time with food. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just going to try this. I'm just going to try this. I'm just going to try this. And most of the time, it turns out pretty good. Like, oh, I, yeah. I did that this last week. Um, I We were going to make some burgers, mm-hmm. um, some skillet burgers. So, inside on top of the stovetop. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I'm going to, and White Castle does this. So I'm not saying this is a completely original idea. But I chopped up onions mm-hmm. and threw them in the bottom of the skillet. Oh yeah! And then took the patties and placed them right on top. And and it was a it's a bunch of onions, like yes. a ton of onions in the bottom. And then I let them, I put them in on a cold skillet, turned it on, and then threw the meat in so everything was getting warm together. Because I wanted I had a couple of rounds of skillet that I was going to have to fill up, yeah. and I wanted to use the keep using the same onions. And the flavor that that put in the burgers was really a whole oh, different flavor. I was like, "Ooh, those are I pretty bet. tasty." Yeah, yeah, and they were smash burgers, so smashed them down, oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it was it was nice to little. I'm like, "Oh, I, I look forward to trying that again." Yeah, I um, I had a real. We've talked about we we both like to cook and grill yeah. and smoke meat and things like that. I had a big win personally mm. when um, I had a, a holiday event last last uh, month for just my team. And spouses were invited, things like that. We had it off campus at a, um, at a, a, what do you call it? Like a neighborhood clubhouse. Okay. Yeah. Um, And uh, I provided um, smoked meat for it. And uh, one of my employees, husband, apparently is like grill master extraordinary or something. Uh Uh-huh. When that dude was like. It's some of the best pork I've ever had. <laughs> I thought he was just right, right, kissing you're, up to the boss because it didn't take any effort on you, right? Nope. It was it was so easy for you, and you're like, are you just are you just blowing up my skirt? Nope. But when he was like, "Yo, man, so those leftovers, I can take that home," and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, now this is sincere." And I was like, "Yeah, if a parent, if if, if grill master extraordinaire yeah. is taking my stuff, I'm like, I'll, I'll take it." I'll take that as a nice okay. little. Con- I, okay. I I I had a holiday uh, party as well, and I it's a breakfast party, so we do it mm-hmm. early in the morning, and mm-hmm. I bring a breakfast casserole, and like it's just is throwing some ingredients together and throwing the oven, whatever, like yeah. super easy, basic, like no, there's nothing special about it. Yeah, but it has now become this thing where people are like, um, "You're bringing that casserole, right?" Oh, and I'm like, yeah. "I'm like, are you like it?" it Anybody can bring that casserole. Like, that casserole's easy. Like, have I shared the charcuterie <laughs> thing with you? No. Maybe uh-huh. not. Okay. I, I, you know, not, I don't you certainly haven't shared it with the listeners. So. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know what I have and haven't said because... <laughs> it's hard to I, keep track of it all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, we had a couple over... Uh, it was a few summers. It was pre-COVID. A few summers ago. And they have a daughter. And uh, it's... it's they The couple came over and I was like, you know what? Instead of... 
instead of like this big meal, let's just do charcuterie. Because like our kitchen is conducive to that. Because mm-hmm. we can lay it all out on the bar top. And then you can just kind of stand around, mill about. You can go sit down in the living room or in the dining yep. room or yep. in the front room. Like, so it's just an easy way to do a social dinner mm-hmm. rather than dinner is the main course. We want a conversation to be the right. main course. Well, then they go to the pool and they're like, we went to the Fords and that, <laughs> the, Fo- that, the Fords. that charcuterie spread was awesome. <laughs> and then all these other couples that we're friends with at the pool are like, well, well we want to. We want the Ford charcuterie experience. So then people would ask us to dinner, and we'd be like, "Yeah," and they'd be like, "Um, "You know, we the kids are going to be there. You guys mind hosting?" Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And then Jim and Robbie told us all about the show. Can we get that? Can we get that? Yeah, they're uh wait. What what is he talking about? And then like, I would get gifted charcuterie boards from people in the neighborhood, (laughs) and I'm like, "Guys, this isn't special. (laughs) Like, this isn't this isn't Uh anything like yeah." Uh, yeah, but it, and it became a thing, and then COVID hit, and we don't talk to him anymore, and it worked out. <laughs> so yeah, we don't talk to him. It's a anymore. it's a okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I get all the charcuterie. Yeah, so. well, there you go. Give me the olives. That's right. You know, yeah, food, food. It's fun. That's fun when you when you're like, this is easy for me, but people really yeah. Uh, yeah. take value and appreciate it. Yeah, um, and and on that note, I'll kind of wade into this center moment here oh i had a special i was gonna offer us did you really yeah you want to push yours off till next week i don't care yeah here yeah. i was at a meeting recently and uh it was it was kind of a, it was leading an open conversation um in community and one of the questions that folks could pick from a list of questions to answer among the group and it was kind mm-hmm. of a chance to get to know each other and to listen and okay. to hear um but one of the questions that they asked in there is what would your um, best friend say is your best quality. Oh crap! And I, if you want to go there, yeah. Oh yeah, we can do it. I, I mean, just don't can know. we pretend to be best friends? Wait, this is all. This is. <laughs> this isn't. Ben, will you be my best friend for today? Best okay. friend, this, be our best oh forever. Gosh. I but yes, I did not realize we weren't. So this is, guys. This is an on-air. We've never made it. A, we've never made it official. Oh. So you've never. We've never exchanged rings or tattoos or <sighs> broken. Bro- but the other side of that is, we also have to name the worst characteristic of our best. Friends. We can do this. Yeah. Oh man, I like. <laughs> you got really story. excited about that. You're like, uh, <laughs> I know how to be negative. <laughs> um, uh, do you want to go negative or positive first? Uh, let's go negative first, so that we can build ourselves back up after we. Uh, we I'll like be honest, ones. I've been in about a 19-day tailspin. I don't know if there's any building me back up after this, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, your saint, uh, I'll give you your best characteristic. Uh, oh, wait, I thought we were starting with the bad characteristic. Oh, yeah, your worst characteristic is... Uh, oh, this is hard. Um, it's funny because uh, I got a haircut recently and I'm wearing a hat and he's not seen my haircut I've been in his presence for 90 minutes you sometimes keep a hat on the entire I do, time I do but I when you were like your worst quality is and I'm like my haircut like no, I, I, I'm never going to attack your personal character it's not the haircut if I, knew, it's I gonna asked be for it's the haircut I uh, I'm going to I'm going to attack your your person who you are like, and I'm, you should not attack you should not a- expose Ex- expose and it's I'm not going to say anything that you're not aware of. Okay. I, either way. <laughs> yeah, either, either way. I'm... Um, your, 
your worst char- characteristic. And and part of this is this is what I see in me. So which is this is probably maybe. Oh look at that! He's he's might be my he's cushioning the. No, blow. I'm just saying <laughs> I might see this, and this might be so. No, so this is this is terrible about you, but it's also terrible about me. It might be so the thing that I'm not. I don't like it myself, and you may okay. be like, I don't care, okay. and I know that's going to be your response anyways. <laughs> It's the haircut. I'm telling you. No, no, no. You don't like your haircut either. My, mine is um, at the moment. Your, yours is the, um, when a moment, when a relationship grows um, tense or to- toxic, you're willing to just eject from it. Hundred percent. Create your create distance from it and just kind of forget it, and move on. You're dead to me. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's very true. And it's. I do that. <laughs> it's it's funny because um, I recently had some turmoil with my uh, the family I grew up with, and I made the comment to my sibling: "We grew up in a religious house of forgiveness and love, and I no longer subscribe to that. I'm a hold your feet to the fire till I get the truth kind of a person these days. So while I respect you're still a kind person of religion and love." That's not my. That's not my forte, and forgiveness is not on the docket for me today. Um, yeah, I, I so would. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to. Start. I would push back on that statement because I would say truth is always worth getting to, and sometimes it's hard to get. Well, to. and that was a personal. That was a personal difference between me and that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, so I and for me, I think it's a difference yeah. between. We're gonna we're gonna take this conversation a whole other direction, but it's a different it's a difference between um, kindness. And niceness, sure. So niceness yeah. is I'm gonna I'm gonna be that I'm gonna be nice. Yeah. I'm gonna try and make this easy, and I'm gonna take away any difficulties or tension. Like that's niceness, and our culture loves niceness. And sometimes, and sometimes, oftentimes, I would say we call that well, just be kind. Mm-hmm. But that's not that's not kindness. At the core of kindness, I love etymology. I love word history. Mm-hmm. At the core of kindness is uh, the core word kin. Uh, which is is this idea yeah, of brotherhood or yeah. familyhood, yeah. Uh, and the idea is that kindness is I'm going to treat you gently in the way that I would someone who is family, yeah. in the way of goodness. And sometimes that's hard truth. And yeah. so you can hold someone's in a sense feet to the fire. Yeah. In a sense to say like, no, I'm being kind, and I understand this kindness may be uncomfortable, but I'm not like I'm not just. Oftentimes the Christian cliche is like, oh, just forgive and forget. And I think that's toxic. Sure. Um, because there has to be accountability for actions. Yeah. Um, and that's my thing. And ownership. Yeah. And, and so I think you can still end kindness and then forgiveness, hold that and expect to that. Sure. Uh, I've got a friend in Jamaica, Kevin. Uh, I think we've talked about we Kevin before. Yep. Yeah. Black yep. Patrick. Yep. Uh, he, he does a great job of understanding boundaries and permission with people he doesn't he does a great job of doing not what exactly what you and i don't do he doesn't write people off he just says oh now i know that i can't trust you in with this area of my life yeah but that doesn't mean i i need to write you off yeah and i think and i I really appreciate that about him i'm like man i'm a little i need that that. Uh uh-huh yeah yeah. i'm a little like i don't do that i wish i could do that better i have an expiration date on everything. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's it's the mentality of, like, my wife could attest to this. I will only engage in an argument for so long. And then I've expired. And I, I quit. And, like, my, I just shut down. Yeah. And, like, she'll know when I get to that point because anything 
my only response is okay 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 and it's just i'm in robot form at that yeah. point and so i think i know that it's just the <laughs> way i'm designed but i uh yeah i it, that's the way i get with relationships if if i'm if I'm getting it, that you I just found I, tr- I, I have the two cherries <laughs> in the bottom of my Manhattan. Uh huh. And I'm loving it. <laughs> when I poured that, I was like, "Oh, you're gonna get a surprise." <laughs> I love it. That's your surprise. Yes. But yeah, there there will be an expiration date on relationships because if I'm putting so much more effort than I have to give, I'm done. I'm just done. And if that's not a if that's not a cohesive partnership. If I'm giving 80% and it's, to me, it begins to feel like I'm being taken for 80%. Yeah. And I need to realize I'm giving that. And if I'm giving that, I'm done giving it. I'm done. Yeah. That's, that's one place that you, you and I also differ. Like I'm a, I'm a giver. So I will, I'm willing to, and I'm, I'm, I would say you're okay to sit in those imbalance of, um, what I call the economy of love. I, don't, I didn't coin it. Somebody else did. Shane Claiborne coined this. The economy of love that says I give I give 50%, you give 50 like or meet halfway and all this. Um, the econ- economy of love in that premise says there's a sacrificial aspect and there are certain relationships that you sit in where you recognize you're giving more right. because you can, but you can choose to do that. So I'm saying you don't have to be a doormat in every relationship, but you just recognize like, this is a relationship that I recognize that the other person can't recipro- reciprocate. Sure. So I have to give more of myself yeah. because they are unable to, but then I also understand what my, what my, uh, the, what the boundaries are in order yeah. to keep my, my safety and my sanity. And so yeah. this, the, uh, I love this conversation because this is something that, w- that we kind of unfolded and realized, um, uh, within the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, in ministry that there are plenty of people who, and I, I've preached this sermon a couple of times, there are plenty of people who want me to be their pastor, but don't want to be pastored by me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so like there, there's a difference between that, right. When I'm sick, when I have family crisis or whatever, and I want, you know, some pastoral, whatever, I know that I can call or contact and make that mm-hmm. connection. Um, but at the same time, like I'm not interested in being shepherded, by you i'm not interested in actually applying listening Mm -hmm. adhering to that kind of direction and and quote unquote wisdom uh that might be there available and so like like i recognize that too like in in ministry positions of power whether that's ministry or something else there is this imbalance of power right and i think that's where you have to be very aware where where um people think that uh I, i hear these stories all the time with clergy of just the loneliness of that place where people think they're your friend, um, but you're like, well, where do you, uh, that's been the clarifying for me, where do they engage? Like there's plenty of people that want me to interact and engage and show up in their lifestyle, but where have they actually invested and said, man, I wanna, I wanna know you, I wanna hear your story, tell me about your family, tell me what you're going through, tell me whatever, right? It was, it was yeah. six months in to the pandemic, um, then we're gonna get off this, six months into the pandemic, <laughs> hey, we, we got time. Where, where I had somebody who was, it was the first time uh, someone not from my congregation reached out to me and said, I bet, I bet pastors are having a real hard time in the pandemic, how are you doing? And I was like, 
you have no idea. Like yeah. I yeah. and I, I soft pedaled it and just kind of was like, oh, you know, I'm good, I'm fine, because I wasn't willing to be yeah. transparent and vulnerable with this person. I didn't know them in that regard, but it was like I appreciated the value that they acknowledged and saw that. It mm-hmm. was it was the only time. Not only was it six months into the pandemic, but it was the only time during the pandemic that mm-hmm. somebody reached out to me and was like, you know, we, we certainly heard about nurses and doctors and teachers like all of sure. them and and certainly sure. that was heavy for them and i'm not i'm not this is not a zero sum of like yeah. they got all the love and we didn't that's not that um but it's yeah. pastors the clergy members regardless of the faith like they carried a lot of burden and that was just the rec, the lack yeah. of recognition that carried in that space and it's so like for the shepherds too it, and it was brutal brutal yeah. man um, which is funny because that's a very good segue i don't know what your worst quality is Oh, there's so many I know. I know, but I think, but I think a, I think a bad quality is, I'm not sure you do self care very well. Oh no, no, I don't. Because no, you're uh-uh. you are pulled in so many directions all the time, and you're you are that shut shepherd. up. Turn the podcast. Off. We're done. We're done. Hey, you wait, crossed the line. Wait. Glass houses. Uh, no, it's but I I think um, and kind of like yours I. Sometimes I've gotten much better about it over the past several years. And it really came from a place of not caring what right. other people think or mm-hmm. like, but also being willingly selfish to put myself first to be mm-hmm. like, man, I'm, I'm at a low, like I'm, I'm at a low and I'm, I'm running on fumes and I gotta, I gotta get back to neutral and recharge. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think you do that very well. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, I, I, I try to. Yeah, uh, it's been a yeah. it's a slow journey. Yeah, but I think stretching yourself thin can, like like uh, to, that illustration is perfect. Yeah, because I mean, trying to be a minister during a pandemic had to be exhausting. It, yeah. it was not pleasant. And I did not ask you once how you were doing with that. Yeah, <laughs> I just asked you to, you know, you just come hang out. I, I would say that, but also like part of that too is like your close friends. I don't need you to like. Mm-hmm. You could have, and that's fine. And I, yeah. but whatever. Like, we shared life. Op- like, there was never this with you and I. You're in that close circle. Sure. Like, you're those. Sure. You're within that. We've been best friends for 19 minutes, ever, dude. Forever. It, we, we uh, it on it's amazing. Like, I can't wait to get tattoos after this. Um, I'm, not, I'm taking my shirt off. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, with with that close circle of your intimate friends, mm-hmm. right? Which you carry. You know, if, if you're fortunate to get one of those in your life, sure. I think you're great. I think I would say I have uh, three or four of those. Yeah, uh, you being one of those, where, where, I don't know if those. Sometimes maybe those pointed questions need to be there, yeah. but also like you just know that I can show up in this space completely transparent and vulnerable, and if if I if it comes up or if it comes out, that's okay, uh, and I don't have to guide or guard or shield myself against that, and and that's you. So you, so I would say yeah. you didn't have to ask. So I hope you don't feel no no not at all right. Not at all. But and it, it's funny too because I'm with you. I right off the top of my head, there's there's three and a half. You know. Um, Really close friends, and and you being one of them. The interesting thing. Well, that was, could have been awkward, folks. <laughs> and you're the half. <laughs> so, uh, I was going to ask if the half was a was it a little person, because that'd be fun. No, no, he's oh. he's a full grown man. Oh. Uh, but he uh, well, he's but, on, he's well, on the out. Some days he's in, some days he's out. Say, like, little people are also full grown people. So I guess I was really <laughs> insensitive. Just I know who I offended today. That's going on the list. Um, 
No, it's actually just because uh, there's distance between us, geographical distance. And so um, so he and I still catch up a lot, but he travels a ton for work. But uh, this isn't about him. Anyways, the, the interesting thing was I, um, like, like last spring I had some medical challenges and my other two really close friends were not equipped to like, mm. they, they just kind of didn't want to hear about it. Sure. And it was interesting to me because I was like, well, this is perfect because I don't want to talk about it. Right. But like when you were, you would ask questions and you were being a little more vulnerable. And we, I mean, you were actually instrumental in getting me to laugh about it. Mm. Because the day we were heading down to carb day, you were just joke after joke after joke burning me. And I was like, <laughs> and I was driving and I was like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. Like, this is fine. Yeah. This is funny. This isn't, this isn't a tragedy. But it was interesting because the other two close friends were just like, that's too much. That's too that's yeah. too personal. Like, I don't want to know about your medical. Like, let's just go have a cocktail. Let's just go have a cigar. Sure. Let's just go. I want things just to be normal. You know? Right. And um, so, yeah, I really appreciated you. That's not your best quality. Okay. So. You want to you hit me with that one? What is your best quality? I got yours. Um, yours... Um, it's the haircut. This is what I don't have uh, that I that I appreciate with you is mm-hmm. your your ability to be uh, remove yourself from a personal situation and be objectionable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not. Everything is personal for me, yeah. uh, and I yeah. I take everything as such. And so every everything's personal, which means yeah. everything is passionate. Uh, and I, I I live in that. And I I try to remove myself from that. I try to be like. Be chill, man. Be chill. And so I'm tr- and, and part of this is the balance. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I just need to embrace my passion. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I know there are times when that passion has derailed conversations uh, in some relationships, actually, honestly, that I yeah. just like, no, I, I got I need to be able to stay level headed. Uh, and that's a hard that's that's I think that's part of the Missouri and part of the yeah. family, my family tree yeah. aspect. So I, I see that in you at different times and I'm just like, yeah, dang, it, I don't have that. Uh, yeah. And thank you. It's a blessing and a curse though. Um, and, and I'll, so a lot of that has been, um, a lot of that's been cultivated in me intentionally through my profession. And so a lot of times when it should be in mind, but right, it hasn't but, taken. Well, uh, hang out with more criminals. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll cultivate that. I am a pastor for crying out loud. Those <laughs> yeah. people are the worst. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but no, a lot of that was my job is to be objectionable and to take in the facts. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I have to only rely on factual information. And, you know, in my line of work, we have this saying there's three stories. His story, her story, and the truth. Yeah, we, I say the same. And, yeah. His story, her story, and God God knows. Like. Yeah, and and so my job in a lot of my former travels was to find the truth. And you find the truth by figuring out what lines up, what adds up, what's concrete information. And yep. um, I think a lot of that got me desensitized to human emotion. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I can remember yelling at a person where I'm cursing at them and screaming, I don't care what your family's going to think about you. Yeah. I want to know right. if this is actual information or not. Yeah. Like, because other people are saying this, and if I were in your shoes, I'd want to get out in front of this information so it doesn't destroy me. And it turns out he was a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, we think hiding from the truth is going to be like the truth eventually burst forward. Oh man, man, One you cannot I... keep it hidden. Like it eventually is going to come out. I love. Um, there's this band called the Avett Brothers. Yeah, uh, from North Carolina. They have this song called "The Weight of Lies," mm. and it's the weight of lies will weigh you down and follow you through every town. Come on, because nothing happens here that doesn't happen there. Yep. Um, so if you run, make sure you run to something and not away from. Because lies don't need an airplane to follow you anywhere. That's true. It's like, yep. yeah, man, yep. guilt follows you. It does. Guilt will grab you. Yep. Yeah. So I like I like that run towards, not away from. I've heard yeah. that recently, and I'm like, yeah. that's a great like. Yeah. What are you running to, mm-hmm. as as opposed to what are you running away from? A lot mm-hmm. of us are running away from whatever. And we're stupid enough to think that we can run from things. Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. And it's and in a day of like. Social media in Where a it's digital all world, out there. Yeah. Everything's captured. It's yeah, it's funny because like people have asked me for corrupt advice before. Where yeah. how do I commit fraud? How do I disappear? How do I live off the grid? <laughs> and you're like, like, don't? Uh well, everybody's got a price, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> um No, but it's funny because people who are like, Oh, I'm gonna disappear, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the grid. I'm fascinated by what they think uh-huh. that is because I know right. how it works. Right. I want to know what they think. Everybody's like... Still connected to the grid. Everybody's like, no, I'm just going to go live off the land in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not how you disappear, idiot. No. Yeah. You know how you disappear? Tell me. Save it for another episode. Oh! Keep your audience... Teaser! Um, your best quality to me... There's a lot of them, to gulp, be honest. Gulp. And no, no, no. There's a lot of them. And it's, I kind of want to throw three or four out there. But like just, one, feels, just one, just like one, because I can't handle more than one. Feels like pandering. Um, you have a way of navigating social situations that I never could. And it's impressive to me. The way that you're able to be what people need you to be to better serve them is just, it's a... It's a thankless job. It's it's something that you had to have adapted to and learned how to be. And it's an incredibly selfless act. Hmm. And I admire that about you because it's something I don't have. Hmm. And it's something that I kind of can't fathom. Like I can't fathom somebody calling me at the long of a at the end of a long day at eight o'clock and saying, We're having this personal crisis. Can you come help us through it? And that you would be like, yep, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And it's it's just, maybe that's just it. You have a very large selflessness about you mm. that I admire because I, uh, I am a selfish individual. Mm. And I think I envy that about you because it's a really attractive quality. And I think it makes you, I think it makes you a quality person. So, mm. Thanks for that. I don't know what to say You're to that, my but best uh, this magic moment. Doom, doom. <laughs> you got me. You got me. I spit. I spit Manhattan back into my glass. <laughs> uh, no, so I... different. Just leveled up in our best friendship. Before I met you, <laughs> and then oh, it happened. Man, we got the whole thing. You took 
me by surprise. Uh, that, that comes from a fortune cookie that I had early on in my life that said, uh, your adaptability to different situations is your greatest asset. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, those things are real. You can live by those. Eat, yeah. more, eat more fortune cookies. Mm, That's your takeaway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. That was... Uh, that was different. That was different. That was that was fun. It was not quite as uncomfortable as I was expecting it to be. I was like, "This is going to be horrible." I'm Why am I suggesting sweating. this? I'm but uh, yeah. um, no, and actually, I think it'd be fun for uh, hey, if you're binge listening, first of all, thank you. Yeah, because you're going to hear this in like five minutes. But what? I think next time we should do the same thing, but about ourselves. Whoa! Like not necessarily the center and saint moment, but like yeah. what do we think our worst quality are? Yeah. What do we think our best qualities are? Yeah. Um, and see how they kind of stack up. Because okay. I think we surprised each other because I don't think, I think what I said is not what you would have said. No. And what you said yeah. is not what I would have no, said. I, yeah. So, I, so I appreciate that. Perception might be interesting. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Okay, we're going to do that next session. That'll be fun. Okay, and we have a new segment next session. So Ooh. stay tuned. Uh, takeaways. Um. I think thinking outside of the box. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Really hold on, hold on. Who do we offend? We got to start with that. And then we got to go to the takeaways. Little people. Um, my mother in law and people that like peppermint. <laughs> wow, just called it out. Dear listener. <laughs> just saying. Uh, yeah, because my next one was anyone who likes peppermint. <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry, Cammy's mom. Uh, we, 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 we're, we're gonna, if your mom ever finds these, she's going to be offended. She's going to take slight to... My mom... I, we've talked about it, dude. My mom can't play the radio. I know. So we're, we're okay as long as she doesn't yeah. listen. Yeah. And uh, we hopefully your siblings aren't on here. Oh, we offended my siblings. And oh. I think they, they kind of listen. Oh. Yeah. Because when I stack that my versus them, that was definitely... A uh, we probably offended uh, church people that just show up and don't actually engage uh, and, and are allowed, allow themselves to be shepherded. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely, definitely. We might have offended each other somehow. Uh, I don't know. I'm I don't not offended. Know. I'm not walking. Away. Well, you were offended by learning that we weren't best friends officially, but I think we did. Yeah, I, certificates in the mail, Ben. Certificates in the mail. I'm not. Uh, that's that's. Uh, that, I won't get over that easy. All right. Well, takeaways. Takeaways. Um, th- I this was this exercise was a lot of fun because my takeaway is. I think we all kind of work hard to figure out who we want to be to others. Mm. And it's interesting to see that what others see in us because we can't control their perception. We can just try to control what we're putting out there. And, and I think that's a unique, that's a unique perspective of this exercise today. Yeah. My, my, uh, my takeaway is um, I think it's really important that you, I think I, I agree. It's awkward, but it's because we don't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we need to normalize being able to tell the people around us, how and why we appreciate them. Yeah. Um, I also think my other takeaway is uh, understanding the difference between kindness and niceness. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Because they are two very different things. Very different things. Yeah. Uh, the Karen can be nice, but Karen is never kind. <laughs> 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 Karen is, that's right. Uh, which means we just offended Where's anybody. We, we just offended anybody named Karen. So if you're Karen and you're kind. You can't, get the, you can't put the guacamole on that early. Where's the Oh, Vince been channeling his inner Karen. I never knew that voice lived in me. That was fun. That was a, new segment is not thoughts about Karen, but it might be. I don't like Cole's retired department. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on kibosh because that voice is annoying. That's terrible. That's horrible. It? It's bad. Yeah. Spot on. Probably. I want to stab my own eardrums. Uh, out. As with every episode, I send you out with a blessing, which is a kind of a collection of things uh, throughout the week, uh, throughout the episode that uh, to send you out into the week to uh, embrace your inner saint. Um, and uh, and try to recognize the sinner that is within. Uh, and so, as you head into your week, um, may you uh, may you find those key relationships and challenge yourself to acknowledge the appreciation that you have with those uh, that you most value and invest in. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, that's, that's I'll, good. You got I'll, you like that? I. You made a frown at the end. Are you uncomfortable with it? They're always. Um, you want to redo it? No, they're always tricky. Do you want to edit it? Will this be the first edited episode? Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm just going to play the outro music. Uh, if you're going to edit it, I guess go for it. But I'm not, no, I'm not I'm spending not time doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. And the hat just came off, and that haircut looks fine. So here's what happened with the haircut. <laughs> I've got, you know what? We'll talk about it next episode. Next episode. We'll see you then. Yeah, we'll Thanks see. for tuning to the Center and Saint podcast. We'll see you in four minutes.